Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Hey everyone, Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Joined by my best buddy, Austin. Austin, how we doing, bud? Doing awesome. Thank you. Doing awesome. Well, those just tuning in, we had another exciting night of classes here tonight. We're rocking things out and helping people, empowering people, and yeah, teaching them uh, everything we talk about, you know, with Bullyproof. But, uh, you know, before we even start here, the title of this video is, um, uh, Do You Pass On? bullying, be your bullying behaviors, self-bullying behaviors to your kids. And I said, I know I have, and, and here's kind of what I'm doing about it. And unfortunately, my best buddy, Austin, has uh, picked up on some of those self-bullying behaviors. And, you know, as parents, you're, you, well, I don't say your one job, but <laughs> your greatest goal with being a parent, at least mine is, is uh, to help Austin maybe have a better, uh, not only childhood, but life than, than I had. Not that I had a bad life, but just do a better job in learning from my examples. I know my parents did a better job than their parents did. And as you continue to work on down the road there, uh, you want to do a better job. And in the midst of that, you don't want to pass on your self-bullying behaviors, things that you're frustrated yourself about or things that get to you. You want to only pass along the good traits to your kids. Why? Because you want them to be better than you are. But in the midst of that, it seems like they often pick up on the things you don't want them to pick up on. Unknowingly, they start self-bullying themselves. So I'll tie into Austin here. Austin, can you, and I'm putting you on the spot, buddy. I didn't really prep you for this, but uh, can you, uh, what do you think are some ways that uh, I've kind of self-bullied myself that I've unknowingly passed on to you? Um, I mean, I think everybody has self-doubt. I mean, as far as just uh, maybe not thinking you're good enough or not enough. And I, I don't, I'm sure everyone in the world struggles with that, so it's just a thing where we have to kind of defeat that bully within and, and just do our best to know that. I mean, I don't really know what else. Well, what are some ways you kind of bully yourself? I mean, because obviously, here's the thing, and uh, I've talked about this before, and those that are following now always jump on there and say hi, and just know we're doing the Facebook Live, and I'm kind of triple dipping here, using the Facebook Live for a uh, YouTube video, and then also I'm sending this over to the producers for uh, Kickin' Life, I'm sorry, it's Grogan's Bullyproof in Kickin' Life podcast, so if you're not a subscriber, the podcast is available on all the podcast apps, so just check it out, it's Grogan's Bullyproof, and this will be episode number 225, but anyway, back to, you know, being a parent. As a parent, you, you have this wonderful child who's a blank slate, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful blank canvas. And you draw on that canvas, I mean, their life. And in the midst of that, I know as a parent, I've screwed up many times, more times than I'd like to admit. And that's probably another way I bully myself is I probably wasn't as bad as I think I was. We'll let Austin tell you all in just a minute if I was. And uh, we'll see if he uh, eats tonight. But... <laughs> <laughs> His answer will, will, will answer, uh, depend on how he answers that question, whether he eats tonight. But anyway, they're blank canvas. 
So everything they have in this world, you know, especially for the first how many years, it's from us. You know, we pass on to them and they pick up more or less of what they see and of course what they hear as well, but we paint on that canvas. So Aust, um, Oh, Nathan, yes, he threw it right back at me. He said, what you do today will improve your tomorrow. Yeah, Nathan Miles, love you, brother. That's what we have on the sign outside. So Nathan chimed in with that. So what we're doing today, brother, is trying to improve tomorrow. So I'm doing a better job. Hopefully you can do a better job and all our listeners can do a better job. I love that guy. Threw that right back on me, didn't he? Got to see him and his awesome son, Noah, tonight in class. And his beautiful wife joined us as well, which is a fantastic. Anyway, all right, Austin. I forgot what the initial question was. I get uh, a little sidetracked how, here. How uh, we, we bully ourselves and, I guess, how you passed something on. Yeah, I passed on my self-bullying traits to you. You were a blank, empty canvas. and uh, Oh, no, it was about me being a better, hopefully, uh, I wasn't uh, as bad a father as sometimes I think I was. Oh, well... No, he was not. <laughs> oh, there's the answer. <laughs> we're unsure what was going to happen there, but uh, maybe repeat that again. Was I as bad as I think I was? No, you were, I mean, he was awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> coached my sports teams and, I mean, endless things. Flatter or get you nowhere unless it's with me. <laughs> no, I want you to be honest. I don't need anybody pandering me. But uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead. A- 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 as you were, make me, make me look good in front of our listeners. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> now, now I gotta it's, all, it's all positive. Uh, it's all good things. But uh, obviously, we, we laugh and have fun here, laugh and joke, and we need to laugh and joke more. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit that, because oftentimes you get too wrapped up, everything going on with the pandemic here, taking things way too seriously. Um, it's life, you know, and we talk about counting our blessings. You know, we got so many things to be grateful for, but oftentimes we focus on the negative, and that's that self bullying behavior and your kids they see you doing it hear you talking about it of course they're going to pick on it too because why because believe it or not i used to be this guy's hero hopefully to a degree i still am but every parent is their child's hero right because uh, your, your child looks up to you and they're going to mimic and replicate and repeat anything you say and do because they want to be like you they'll be the hero and unfortunately they pick up on a lot of things we wish they wouldn't like uh, you mentioned, like the uh, self-doubt. Maybe give the listeners an example of something that you struggle with self-doubt. Putting you on the spot, aren't I? You are. Um, See, that, I mean, that's a good father right there, right? Call your kids out on camera and on the podcast, on the air. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, we can doubt ourselves with anything that we do. I mean, uh, fortunately, like martial arts and fighting abilities isn't really one of those. I mean, it can be. At times. Do you ever doubt yourself with martial arts? You've been doing martial arts. I mean, literally. I, I do often. In, in, in diapers, you know, you don't remember this. You were out. We didn't have a studio at that time, but I was teaching aerobics, folks. That's <laughs> until I was able to get a, oh, man, the goodness, the gracious. I taught aerobics for like 10 to 12 years and was doing self-defense classes at any gym that would have me. And old Austin was there in his diaper out on the floor. He didn't know it at the time. That's why he's such a good kicker now. He was kicking while laying on the floor like all babies do. But I was grabbing that leg and extended it for a side kick. <laughs> So do you have, uh, <laughs> you didn't know you're doing crescent kicks and stuff. Anyway, so uh, a bit of martial arts, you're 20 years old now, so literally your, your entire life, uh, but you still have some self-doubt with, with, with that? Uh, surprisingly, I do. Um, I'm not too much to where it's a problem, I don't think, but uh, I definitely, you know, those thoughts creep in just like with any other thing, and uh, I just do my best to 
that not pay attention to those okay. thoughts. Okay. Is it, uh, and this is one of my areas that I've gotten a lot better at, but still uh, have trouble with, is worrying way too much about what other people think. Now, I, I think I, I, you helped me out. This is by being humble enough to listen to your 20-year-old son, who, of course, knows everything about everything because he's 20. But he, uh, he often reminds me, he's, he, this is not a trait that I passed on to him, thank goodness, not a bullying trait, about worrying too much about what other people think. At least that's what you tell me. You tell me, hey, Dad, don't worry about that person. That, that person, you call them haters and, and, and this and that. And I guess there's haters and trolls out there. I try not to call them haters because I feel that they must hate themselves. That's why they do the bullying behaviors. So it doesn't do me any good to call them haters. Uh, but maybe trolls is a better word. Or is that still name called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the question. Uh, is that something that, that I've passed on to you is worrying too much about what other people think? No, you, uh, no, I, I how, about, how about you at home out there, your listeners? Is that something you deal with? You, you worry way too much about what other people think? Because most people do, but Austin, you don't, all right? Explain <laughs> yeah. your magic recipe to the listeners and followers here. Uh, I they're, they're waiting. I wouldn't say it's a recipe. I, I just really, I mean, I care what the people I care about think of me, like my family, friends, and martial arts family, like everybody here. Um, but... If somebody is not, if I don't really care for the person, I could care less what they think about me. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing. Holy cow. Oh, that's pretty fantastic. So tell everybody how you do that. Because I think there's billions of people out there that, uh, I'm going to tell a story in just a little bit. So hang tight. It's about a boy and his uh, uh, father and a son and walking a horse through town. So anyway, you've heard the story many times and some of our listeners have too. But anyway, go, go, oh, Scott Garber says, amen. <laughs> What's up, Scott? We miss seeing you tonight, buddy. The fight is not over. You know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> so don't bully yourself. I think it is. All right. So anyway. <laughs> what was the question? We have derailed on this one, haven't we? Uh, your secret recipe oh, for not right. giving a hoot about what people that you don't care for or don't care for you think. I mean, I, I know that they won't have any like significance in my life if I really don't care about them. I mean, I know I heard you say one time, well, what was the quote? It was some quote. It just doesn't matter. You can, so we can rupture the quote. Just, just <laughs> say what you think it was. Kind of paraphrase it. Oh, man. I don't know. All right, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, if they're not having any significant value uh, in your life or... Scott says I do. ...really <laughs> care about anybody or, or them... It really shouldn't matter. I mean, I feel I feel like we uh, spend too much mental and physical energy worrying about what people think about us, and in all reality, uh, we probably think about what they think about us more than they ever think about us. Like we'll be like, oh man, they're probably thinking I did this, this, and that, and they're like the last thing that you're actually. They are not thinking about you, but we think they are. So, just try to. Not worrying about it, I guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, there's know. there's an old saying, Austin, it's, and, and I haven't quite got there yet, but it's when you're your 20s, you're worried about what everybody's thinking. Obviously, everybody except for you. You're not thinking that way, so you're already <laughs> matured well beyond <laughs> that. But uh, they're saying when you're in your 20s, you're worried. You're so worried about what other people think about you. When you get in your 40s, you stop really caring about what other people think about you. I haven't got there yet. I'm 50, but I haven't got to that plateau <laughs> yet. And then when you're in your 60s, you realize that nobody was even thinking about you at all. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you're in your 60s now because you already re- already realize that. <laughs> wow. Or maybe in your 40s, you just don't care. So, in uh, a good I'm surprised way. I made it to my 20s. Yeah, yeah, me too. But uh, with all the garbage I've passed on, right? Is that what you're trying to say now? 
I see how it is. I love this kid more than anything. And he, on camera, he pumps me up just to knock me down. Gosh darn. Did I pass that on to you too? Build people up, make them feel good about themselves, and then flatten them. Absolutely. Yeah, build them up as quick as possible. That's what the media does, right? They build somebody up as fast as they possibly can because the what's what's the old journalism story? As great as a story as you are on the way up, you're even a bigger story on the way down. Ugh, well, we don't get into that. That's something I passed. Well, maybe not. <laughs> the devil's workshop is the media. So anyway, those that have hung around, here's the story I was talking about. But uh, that's something I've passed on to, to uh, I guess, not as much to Austin, but definitely Madeline, worrying way too much about what other people think. And uh, realizing, you know, the serenity prayer. She's a teenage girl. Austin's right about that. But serenity prayer, um, I used to say that thing every single day, and I'd probably best serve if I continued or started saying that every day with my kind of morning meditation and morning prayer. And the serenity prayer, for those that don't know it, is, God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Wow. Right? Serenity prayer. Please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Because can I change people's minds? Not not likely. Not likely. The courage to change the things that I can. So... And then, of course, the biggest thing is that wisdom to know the difference. And, and my biggest thing, because I get it, uh, uh, you know, I often post, and those that read my posts all the time and comment, and I'm very, you know, grateful and thankful for that. Somebody asked the other day, why do you continue posting things about, you know, open your eyes and think for yourself and believe in yourself? And, well, the truth be told, I think that's one of the worst ways we all bully ourselves. Uh, we shouldn't say all, but a large majority of people, and I've been known to do it in the past, but I've kind of found light out of that tunnel, is, is blindly following the masses. And Austin, you hear me say it all the time, what happens when you blindly follow the masses? Oftentimes... You forget the end. Oh, that's close. Oftentimes, you realize after blindly following the masses that the end was silent and you're following a stinky mess. Think about that one, folks. Yeah, you like that? And that's the truth. God gave you a, a mind, a creative, great mind to think on your own. Don't be led around blind by, by those that, and I don't want to say they're wishing to do ill will, but a lot of, especially the media, their intentions are not good. They're going to lead you down a path you don't want to go. And once you're there, man, it's hard as heck to get out of it. So God gave you a gift. Think for yourself. And that's the biggest thing I think would really help. And I think that's a big way a lot of people bully themselves is just not thinking freely, you know, kind of caught in the matrix, if you will. You can only think one way. Don't you dare think differently. Unfortunately, I know that uh, society today wants all cookie cutters, right? They want, you know, an example I give all the time is oftentimes with school, it's sit down and shut up and listen and don't ask questions. Well, that's everything I, uh, everything against what I believe in. I believe you need to be asking questions, asking why, and asking for reasons beyond because, you know, because uh, uh, don't, well, you, I don't know if you've had it before when somebody, well, maybe when you were a kid, I tried not to ever do this. You want to go play at a friend's house and why, because, well, that was good enough. I don't think I ever did that to you because I hated that as a kid even. But as a kid, I would listen to it. I would always give a reason why, right? Awesome, this is the reason why because I didn't want to pass it on to you. Now, especially as an adult, I get a because answer and that's the whole answer. Well, because. Well, I'll be honest. Here's my right hook of reality. Bam! Left uppercut of truth. If If all you got is because, that means you're not intelligent enough to give me an answer that I can learn from. So I'm not going to listen to you. Is that too harsh? That hurts some people's feelings? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't know what you're talking about, then just don't talk about it. Yeah. Well, um, okay, there you go. But everybody's an expert and professional, right? On Facebook. Oh yeah. Else, you know. Oh yeah. Did definitely. you get your uh, expert Facebook badge the other day? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. On, on, on what topic? 
<laughs> anything and everything, right? All right, we've kind of derailed from our, uh, our, our post here. But uh, so anyway, I'm going to tell this story and then I'm going to talk to you about some of the ways that I've combated this is one, number one, to combat any type of uh, self-bullying behaviors or, or anything you'd like to change is one, you've got to what? You've got to identify it. You've got to uh, recognize that you have this problem. You can't deny it. You know, denial, you know, that's not a river in Egypt. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know if it's in Egypt or not. De- denial is, <laughs> that was a bad joke. Sorry, everyone, bad joke. Everybody's tuning off now. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm done with this guy. Denial, you know, you, you, you have to admit that there's a problem in order to be able to fix the problem. Like, uh, you know, if you drive around in your car and you hear, bloop, 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 well, you probably got a flat tire. Well, as much as you deny that, if you're in denial that you have a flat tire, without getting it changed, it's going to end up ruining the rim, Right. Yeah, you have to eventually get it taken care of. It says denial. <laughs> Scott got it. Scott's still tuning in to this bad show we got going on here. Yes, denial. He's a, he's a trooper. Thank you. All right, he's been waiting for the story, so I'll tell the story. All right, here's the story. And we'll just use uh, Austin and I. How about, can we do this together? Of course. All right. Austin and I are walking through town, and uh, um, Austin, we're, we're walking the horse. And uh, we come upon the town, and we're waving. One person lells and says, look at those two fools. They got a perfectly good horse, and they're both walking on this hot, sunny day. You would think they'd be smart enough to have at least one of them ride the horse. So I turned to Austin and say, Austin, the guy's probably got a point. A healthy horse. Why don't you jump on there and ride the horse? Austin's like, all right. So Austin's on the horse. I'm leading the horse. Austin's riding. We're smiling, walking through. You can go ahead and act like you're riding. There you go. And uh, we're waving. Come a little further downtown. A guy, a person yells out, look at that lazy kid. That lazy bum. Here's his old, poor 50-year-old dad walking that horse, and he's sitting up there riding it. What a lazy, disrespectful punk. Austin looks down and is like, dang, think that guy's right? Dad, would you rather ride? And I'm like, well, you know what? He must be right. Let's go ahead and switch. So I get on, and I'm riding the horse. We're all happy now, right? Nobody can have a problem with this. So Austin's leading the horse, and I'm riding. A little further downtown, somebody else says, Oh my gosh, look at that horrible father. His poor son is walking in this heat, sweating along, and he's up there, his lazy butt riding on a horse. What kind of father is he? Not a, like, no, I'm just joking. Son of a gun. Well, what the heck? You know, walking the horse, we were told we're ignorant because we're not smart enough to ride it. You ride it, they call you lazy. I get on and ride it, they call me a lazy, terrible father. What the heck should we do here? And Austin goes, I got an idea. Why don't we carry the horse? <laughs> yes! So Austin and I get the horse up on our shoulders and we're carrying this horse thinking, Nick, there's nobody can have a problem with this now. They were upset that we're not riding it. They were upset one of us to ride, not the other one. The other one's riding it. They can't have a problem with this. And then all the townspeople yell out, look at those two fools. They think they're supposed to carry the horse. They're supposed to be riding that horse. We're like, oh, you know what? This is awful heavy. Why don't we both get on the horse? That's got to satisfy everybody. So we both get on the horse. And of course, what happens? Look at you two blazy bums. You weigh way too much for that one horse. You're going to break his back. I can't believe such disrespect for an animal. Can we make everybody happy? No. So what's the moral of the story? So don't worry, but everybody has to think. I mean... The, well, the moral of the story is regardless what you do, you're going to offend somebody. Regardless what you do, you're going to make somebody unhappy. Regardless what you do, everybody's going to have an opinion of what you should be doing differently. So do what you feel is right. And, uh, you know, a big part of our creed, with honor and integrity, I'll stand up for what was right and 
protect those in need. Yes, and uh, the first line is, with courage and confidence, I'll believe myself and always do my best. And I wrote those creeds. Now, a normal person could have wrote those creeds in about a month. It took me nine months and a 200-page binder. A little slow sometimes. But I wanted every word to have significant meaning. And that's right now what I believe with all my heart, why we're kind of staying open during this thing, honor integrity, stand up for what is right and protect those in need. And it goes right into what I talk about with bullying. Oftentimes, a lot of, when somebody's being bullied, everybody feels it, but no one stands up and says anything. Well, ours is stand up for his right, protecting those in need, protecting those that can't stand up themselves. That's why I get on these, do these video blogs and these podcasts and be a little goofy at times. But I know, um, I used to feel bad, like, well, man, I, I shouldn't be talking about these problems that I've got because how am I supposed to help someone? And a mentor that I've paid thousands upon thousands of dollars to, which has become a great personal friend, he said, look, there's 7.7 billion people in this world. If you're having trouble with it, you know at least another billion, <laughs> if not a billion, definitely hundreds of millions are having the same trouble. So openly talk about it and talk about what you're doing to resolve that problem because in the sense of being humble, you're helping so many other people. So that's why I tell that story. So. I tell the horse story <laughs> because I need to hear it more because sometimes I, I value the opinion of too many people that I shouldn't. I should only value the opinion of those that, uh, and you can learn something from everybody. A lot of people can learn what not to do, but I uh, should only value the opinion of those that, uh, um, I'll say I know it's got my best interest. Now, of course, that's hard to decide, but of course, if I worry too much about what other people think, can I really worry about being my best and helping be the best dad to help mentor you to be the best son and help do what we do here to the best of our abilities? No, because you're worried about pleasing somebody else that really doesn't care about you. Yeah. Worried about uh, if it's your turn to ride the horse, I know <laughs> the right thing. It's your turn to ride, then I'm going to ride. Not that this one person, I should change my ways. But oftentimes we do that. And, uh, and I'll tell you, uh, one of my... Well, I'll pat myself slightly on the back here. A little prouder moment of trying to be the best father I can be and trying to be the best leader, best example, is what we're doing right now. I'm not succumbing to the bullying pressure of, of closing down. Because if we do, well, one, I mean, we had a pretty busy night tonight, right? And we've had pretty busy yeah. nights. Uh, is there one person in here? Well, they, we do Zoom, too. So people don't want to come to the studio. They can do Zoom. So we have other live options. Live stream the classes, And live stream too. the classes, too. But uh, the people that come here, are, are they really, really grateful and thankful that we're staying open? Yeah, just about every night there's, like, somebody else coming up and just thanking. No, I don't have too much to do. But just saying thank you for staying open. Because especially, like, for the younger kids there's, or for anybody, there's nothing to do. Everything's closed. So it's really great having uh, a physical and social outlet for, for everybody. Sure. It's awesome. Well, and the kids and adults need it. I mean, we are social human beings and we want to be safe. We want to protect ourselves. Social distancing. You know, it's my son, so I guess we don't have to worry about it here. He's <laughs> close. But, uh, um, and doing the best we can with that. But kids need a physical outlet. They need to get that energy out. They need to move. They're not meant, their little bodies are not meant to sit behind a device all day long. They're meant to move. And they've got that energy that needs to get out. And then along with that, the mental side, mentally, they need to do, be doing more. You know, in here, uh, um, with the sequences of, of attacks and defenses, you know, sequence of some of our forms, a sequence of some of our counters and our kick and hand punching combos, you know, that helps their little minds, right? It helps stimulate thought and the creative thought, coming up with their own combos. And then spiritually, that's all about that attitude in their heart, giving their very, very best in order to, one, again, believe in themselves, but that self-gratifying uh, reward of pushing themselves to be better. And that's the mental, spiritual, and physical aspect that martial arts offers. And uh, so if you ask me, we are, we're always essential, but even more essential now, simply because as Austin said, so many other things are closed down.
So anyway, we kind of went ran a full grommet there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we covered a lot of things. Covered a lot of things, as we often do. We get behind the camera here, and uh, uh, we're not in the pod or the recording studio right now, but uh, our producers are wonderful, and they're able to put our podcast <laughs> up. So as a reminder, if you're not a part of our podcast, any podcast app, Grogan's uh, Bullyproof. Let Scott say I put my glasses on. We're so glad you've stayed open. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, for staying with us, brother. We love you. Love your son, Ian. A little shout out to Ian there and uh, the Garber family. We appreciate you more than you know. And uh, I'll enjoy our conversations too. So anyway, as I was saying, the uh, podcast, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life, check those things out. Uh, give us a little shout out, a five-star re- review, easy for me to say, would be good. And then also, you're here at the Academy, like what we're doing here, go on our Academy page and give us on Facebook a, a little shout out and a little review. And then the same thing on Google, if you wouldn't mind, give us a little review and just let others know uh, what you think about us. And, you know, because well, we're staying open, we've got our first negative review ever on our on our Facebook page, somebody doesn't like the fact that we're we're staying open. So if you wouldn't mind helping us out, combat that review, and and just uh, you know say the reason we're doing it is because honor, integrity, stand up for is right, and protect those in need. We truly believe in our hearts. That's what we're doing. So good stuff. So what am I doing to combat my self bullying behaviors to keep from passing them on to my son, my daughter, my other son? Is to talk about them with you to do a better job of realizing when I'm doing those things, to try and nip it at the bud, to try and cut it off, to try and catch myself. Because of course, they're gonna repeat a lot of what I say and repeat a lot of what I do, and I wanna make sure that I'm not a hypocrite. (laughs) But I am a human being, I do make mistakes. And I think, you know, I try my best, if I screw up, pretty good about coming to you and say, hey man, I goofed up, should have done a better job. Yeah, Yeah, definitely, you never like, Act like you're, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. I'm getting con- uh, confirmation here. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect by any means. And I screw up a lot, just like I think most people do. But I really want to do a better job of not having that, I am the dad, you do it because I said so. Because if not, I'll just beat the tar out of you. It's just humility. It's super that, that was That was being humble? Well, n- that, no. But <laughs> normally, you're pretty humble. No, normally, except for that one brief second. And then of, of everything we just talked about, you're going to take that brief second and run with it, right? Uh, of course. Okay, thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's the way it works in the mind. All the positive stuff. You got that one negative out. thing. Boom, that takes it's roots and grows. Think about. Like the weeds in the sidewalk, right? Like, the, yes. <laughs> we talked about that on a recent podcast. All right, good stuff. Well, in, in parting... There you go, folks. That's something I'm doing. Just be aware of you know, your self-bullying behaviors, not worrying too much about what other people think. Uh, we, we invest too much worry, stress, and thought into people, like Austin said, that really shouldn't matter. You know, People that don't matter, don't make them matter. People that shouldn't matter, don't allow them to matter. You know, and uh, I often get some other people there and go back, well, you know what, it's horrible you say people don't matter. Well, don't let people that aren't significant in your life matter. There you go. Yeah, here, here's, here's, here's one I read from Steve Harvey, the old, uh, what was he on? Uh, Family, Family Feud. Feud. Yeah, he's wrote a couple great books, by the way. And uh, one, one of his lines was this, dogs howl at the moon. Because that's what they do. The moon is up there and the dogs are down here. So they howl and bark at the moon. That's not a story. But it would be a story if the moon howled back at the dogs, right? Yes. But does the moon ever howl back at the dogs? No. Why not? because it doesn't need to it's up there and they're down here that's why so you be the moon let the dogs howl at you i say that to you but i'm really saying it to myself let them howl all they want just don't howl back at them don't create a story don't make a dog you know more powerful than the moon 
Cool. Do you like that? I like that. That's a good one. That's a good quote. Good one. Yeah, I kind of paraphrased a little bit here, but you get you get my gist. So now I bet you won't look at the moon the same now, will you? Probably not. Anybody here is like, oh man, every time I look at the moon, I'm gonna think about that. So now it's okay for us to howl at the moon, you know. We're dogs. Why not? Why not? All right, folks, we've derailed completely here. Thank you so very much for being a, uh, if you're a part of the Academy, Mark, thank you so very much. And if you took time to sit through this and listen to all of it, thank you. And those who listen to the podcast, I can't thank you enough for continuing to download and to share with friends and uh, for the five-star reviews and everything else you're doing to help the podcast grow. And, uh, Essentially, my goal is to help empower kids and adults to become bully-proof. That's my goal. You know, become bully-proof so you're not bullying yourself because if you feel better, you, you, you feel better about yourself, you're going to make society, which is my ultimate goal, a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, which is going to be a better place for all of us to live. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Any closing remarks? <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, staying here. I can't believe it. We've had some troopers through this whole thing. Well, it's, it's, it, it should be some entertain, a little entertaining. We're making people yeah, laugh at least. We need more laughter, right? All right, Hopefully. folks. I love you. Austin loves you. I do. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll become your very best. You will become bullyproof. Yes. And you will live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Can't wait to read your comments. Can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. See you, everybody. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.